Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Eckhoff. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Hope everything's going well for you. Happy Tuesday. Uh, we're just chugging right on through April. We're at the middle of it, middle of the month. Um, you know, I'm hitting some goals, so I'm pretty pleased. I hope that you're doing the same thing. Uh, I mean, being an adult is just hustle and flow nonstop. <laughs> You never stop having uh, things to do. And some of those things are super important, you know. So don't be so hard on yourself if you don't always feel like you're doing everything uh, perfectly or getting everything done because it's a lot to get done. And there's absolutely no preparation for it. School is no preparation for adulthood. College is no preparation for adulthood. I mean, you just have to be an adult. And you have to keep pushing and you have to make things happen when it's seemingly impossible. Um, that's incredible. Anyway, that's my little rant about that. Uh, I was just thinking about a conversation I had yesterday. Um, people have a really unique tendency to leave out parts of a story that make them look bad. Um, I'm not sure why people do that, especially in situations where it's almost unavoidable that I'm going to find out the the full truth. <laughs> so if you're one of those people that do that, don't do that. Just live in truth. Tell the truth, not only to yourself, but to everyone. I just, uh, I listen to Joe Dispenza quite a bit. I read his books as well. Um, and he says that one of the recent studies on uh, the brain, uh, they realized that most people... Uh, 50% of our memory is made up. So when you can go back to a situation and you feel like you got it 100%, chances are you only really remember 50% of it because that's part of how the brain works. So a lot of the stuff you're mad about in the past, it didn't even really happen that way. So it's the stories we tell ourselves. So I was talking to this gentleman and he was just going on and on and uh, he was so immersed in his a story that I could tell he couldn't tell the truth of it. Like he couldn't be objective because he was completely subjective, <laughs> you know? And I, I only mention that to say there are times in your life, in your life when you have told yourself something so many times that you truly fully believe it. And in order for it to be right, you seek out situations to confirm what you feel. And I get it. People resist this kind of talk all the time because it requires what accountability. And I think Americans have generationally some of the worst accountability that could could be documented. I mean, talk to anybody today and most people do not make the connection between their behavior and their situation. You know, it's weird. I can I can think of someone in in their senior years who does this. I can think of someone who is not quite a senior who does. I can think of all age groups that do this. You know, they just don't quite make that connection. And I am a person who I just believe in accountability. When I decided to be accountable for my actions and my life, it was the beginning of things just opening up and turning around and allowing me to even feel confident enough to sit on a podcast and talk every day because this is not something I ever saw myself doing. Um, but people are listening and I appreciate that, <laughs> you know, um, 
And it's not just my cousin. It's like uh, people really listen to this podcast and I hope there's some nutritional value. So one thing I'm trying to, to do in my real life when I'm having conversations, especially with younger people, um, if I can save you a decade or two of anxiety, um, I'm, I'm here for that. I want you to not have to learn lessons the hardest way possible the way I did. You know, be accountable, be truthful, but more importantly, be that with yourself because that story you're telling yourself, it, it may fire you up, it may keep you, you know, motivated to a certain degree, but it really, really ultimately is draining all your energy. You know, everybody had some kind of shitty episode in their childhood. Some people had absolutely shitty, horrendous parents, some people had okay parents. You know, it wasn't necessarily precious, but it also wasn't the Cosby show. But whatever you got, you got it. And it's over. You know, if you are still upset about things that happened to you in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s, I mean, dude, get over it. You have to. If you don't get over it, you will not be able to manifest the life you say you want. And people say, well, how do you get over it? Just stop thinking about it. And it sounds so simple and like like a dismissive piece of advice, but it's true. When you stop focusing on people you hate, when you stop focusing on jobs you hate, when you stop uh, giving all your energy to that coworker who gets on your nerves, when you stop grinding over your ex, you know, when you stop thinking about them, you you then use that energy and free it up to focus on what you do want to think about, what you do want. You would never drive to California without a roadmap. You just wouldn't. So why would you live your life without a roadmap? Know where you want to go. Think about your ideal day and think about it all the time. What's your perfect job like? I ask people this all the time. What's your perfect job like? And they literally can't say anything. Now, how are you supposed to get to that if you don't have any idea what you want? So people say, well, I'll know when I see it. Okay, but you'll see it when you know it. That's the actual <laughs> formula, not the other way around. And so you wonder why you keep stumbling and bumbling into these jobs that may not be great. And I get it. I have done the same thing. I have done the same thing. Just for the record, my ideal job is working for myself. And uh, this time when I do it, <laughs> having uh, generous revenue and income. Uh, I've done it before, but it, it wasn't generous. But my vision obviously wasn't clear enough. But get a vision for what you want. Get a vision for who you want to share it with. Um, you know, I, it's changed my life. It's changed how I live. And I think it could help a lot of other people as well. So just be clear about what you want. Get a vision for it. Be enthusiastic about it. Stop believing all the stories you've told yourself. Because half of it is not true. Half of the way you remember stuff is just not right. Um, and that's telling. Because the brain needs to have a story. That's why we like Game of Thrones. That's why we thought it was great Tiger Woods won. That's why we love football. That's why we love we love everything because of the story. You know, and sometimes now we're just telling ourselves stories. You know, maybe it wasn't all their fault. Maybe it was partly your fault. Maybe it was all your fault, you know, but, you know, you just got to be conscious of what you think, how you think and and who you're around 
you know, give effort to that. And I promise your life will change. I really, I know it's true because it's happened for me and it can happen for you. All right. If that helps anybody, that's what I said all that for, because, uh, you know, this gentleman I was speaking to yesterday was sincerely anguished and frustrated and I could feel it. And he's like, I'm not mad at you. I was like, I know you're not mad at me because I ain't do nothing. But, you know, if this is the energy you walk around with every day, feeling slighted and frustrated. And we literally were talking about something from 20, 20 something years ago. And it's like, if this is how you're walking around and you're unable to get past this and this is something that's important to you you're going to keep recreating this situation over and over and over again and he couldn't see the connection between his choices and how we got here don't do that don't be that person that is not a good look also really quickly just wanted to mention that uh, we are finishing up the final tracks and the mastering and all that for Quattro, which is the fourth studio LP from my production team, the Copa Manifest. Um, I just got sent the title track last night. I added my touch to it. It's fire. Okay. I am so excited about this project. I believe this will be the breakthrough project for us as a group. Um, those guys work so hard and they're so creative and talented and it's just so much fun to work with uh, that kind of energy. And once we lock in and we get flowing in a direction, it's just really fun. I love creating art um, and I love watching other people um, get those ideas sparked in their brains. And then we all kind of like, you know, are part of the gumbo that becomes the final project. Um, I've gotten way more involved than I intended to be. <laughs> I was supposed to just do the music part, but yeah, the the business part really. But you know, uh, it it just sort of sucks you in when you see something moving along, and it's like, oh man, I could be a part of that too. So anyway, it's fun. The title track is fire. I love it. Um, I think the project is going to be one of the best, most complete records. Uh, that we've done um, summer which came out last year was probably the most popular W Hotel Lobby is still um, like it's trending on Spotify for us it's it's a song that has made people's playlists uh, it's also I think yeah it's popular mostly on Spotify and um, and uh, SoundCloud you know, but it's hard to really break through on SoundCloud. I don't put a lot of energy there because of so many people, right? Um, but on Pandora, Trouble House with Zeus on it is by and large our most popular song. And what's interesting about that is Trouble House um, was even included on a one-hit wonder playlist. <laughs> I was like, we had a hit? We ain't even now. Yeah. Because uh, it's what like the checks came pouring in, but uh, Pandora and that group, re- that group of listeners really enjoy uh, Trouble House. It's on a couple of workout playlists, and uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of really cool to watch it keep growing. So Trouble House, Maxwell said so. Insta famous Jennifer Lopez, 
Those songs are all big on Pandora. W Hotel Lobby is starting to pick up some steam on Pandora, but those tracks are um, in constant rotation in a in a nice, small, but steady way. And then on Spotify, it's um, Faith, uh, a little Maxwell said so, um, uh, W Hotel Lobby, like I said, is on a lot of playlists. It's, it stays popular. Uh, it's our most popular song on Spotify. And, um, let me see, it's probably one more. Oh, definitely think uh, Gonna Make You Love Me is always in the top 10. So it's just Summer was by by far the most successful record for our group. And I also think to that point, it was the most cohesive. So I'm super excited because I think Quattro is gonna, gonna, um, you know, double down on that. So I'm excited, you know, and I want to thank you guys because that's the music that you hear and many of you obviously seem to go and find it uh, on Spotify or iTunes or Amazon, wherever you go. So we appreciate you so much for that. And uh, yeah, looking forward to sharing that with you. It should come out the first day of summer. That's June 21st. Um, and for the first time in our history as a group, <laughs> I'm going to be able to submit the tracks in enough time that Spotify will be able to review it for their own playlists. So cross your lucky parts. Hopefully we'll get one of those. And uh, that, I mean, that could change our lives. You know what I mean? So very cool stuff. Thank you so much.